0: This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant Inc Spotify. Conditions apply.
1: Welcome to the Ninth Realm, an Age of Sigmar podcast brought to you by Frontline Gaming. Did I get it right that time?
2: Frontline Gaming, your place for
1: all things ITC and hobby-related. Where you can get up to 15% off on your GW product.
2: product. You can also purchase ICC terrain, FLG mats, and all that other good stuff.
0: I want to take a second and just say you guys were marvelous just then. You just in tandem. It was perfect.
2: Like
1: we've done it before. That's not why you're here. That's not why I'm here?
2: That's not why any of them are here. They're here to listen to your beautiful voice My talk voice? about Age of Sigmar
1: things. Oh, that's right, because i am I'm been here the longest now on this particular show at this particular moment. You are the host right now. The host with the least. Wait, the host with goes. the mostest. So yeah, with <laughs> James, you're showing us today. Thanks for being here.
0: Absolutely. I'm super excited to be here. I'm
1: pumped. Yeah, you just started playing. I did. And that's kind of where our topic's going to go, is how to get your friends to play
0: and uh, yeah, I mean, I actually got introduced by uh, well, pretty much the whole staff was playing before me. Um, there's a couple different reasons I think they're gonna go over. Um, well, I mean, yeah, it's it's the whole topic of the show is just getting your buddies involved, and right now is a great time to do it. Yeah. We
2: hypnotized them. It was a group effort. It was it was one of those NLP things where we just all kind of subtly, subliminally told them to buy just left a- models, Sigma models
3: Yeah, I left models little, nearby. Little signs in the background. Yeah.
2: Uh, uh, a lot of uh, dice rolling, D3, more. wounds. Break into wounds, his house but,
1: in the middle of the night, whispering in his ear.
2: Absolutely. That, that was Reese did that. He was Reese he was an that. expert at that. He spent yeah. a little bit longer than he should have. That, no, no. no. Yeah, Reese wanted James all to himself in the middle that, that of the night James was sleeping. explains
0: my me. chapped lips.
1: <laughs> but at least you were warm.
0: <laughs> I was warm-ish. Warm-ish.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, we're <laughs> ish. also going to talk a little bit about the new releases. New releases. Skirmish game just went up for pre-order.
1: Yeah, pre-order for Skirmish. that. Not just the game, but also... Four different starting box sets, one for each of the alliances. So you've got the Corn Bloodbound one, and you've got the Aspiring Deathbringer with the Spear. That was a popular model. Some Blood Warriors.
0: That's, I'm sorry, that's the Exalted
1: Deathbringer. Exalted Deathbringer.
0: Yeah, I'm seeing Now I know my stuff. Korn, there you go. I play Corn, by the way. Corn Bloodbound all the way. James, you
1: only started like two weeks ago.
0: Yeah, and, and, and look, you're in it already now. an expert.
1: It's <laughs> At least that
0: easy. Yeah.
1: Flesh Eater Quartz. Cool. Uh, for that, so you got all your um, crypt, ghouls, crypt, ghouls, crypt ghouls, some of those those big things with the bones. Like, yeah, I think they're
2: vargus. No, they're not
1: vargus. No. no, the uh, crypt horrors. Crypt, crypt horrors. horrors. There they are. Crypt and you can probably make a hero out of that set, but I don't. I don't know the faction very well. Iron jaws. And, a lot uh, of brutes. Been so playing that. Yeah, you get your brutes. You've got some um Ard boys in there and, and a weird knob.
0: Yeah, weird. So I'll show you my weird. Oh, I mean, this, sorry. That's the ninth realm. It's his weird name. It's the ninth
1: It's a family episode, James. Huh. And then Stormcast Eternal, so you can go ahead and get your uh, Nightquester finally on the table from the uh, box game for Silver Tower. Yeah, he was the he was the guy there, and some liberators. some contributors, liberators, and some prosecutors. Yes, in the box. So great starting kits, and I I know they're all up for pre order now, which means you are they going to be in your cart, or do you yeah. have to you email and just go wait into the for web the day cart? and tap it?
2: Uh, So so if you guys want, for all of our pre-orders now, I think they are actually up for pre-order on our site in our web cart. Um, But for those of you guys, just a quick PSA, because we get tons of questions about these because we switched over to our GW web cart. Um, Basically, you go into the web cart, and the pre-orders will be there under whatever game you want to play. So let's say Age of Sigmar. You click on the Age of Sigmar tab, and then there is a tab for pre-orders in there, and then you just click on that, and there you go. Those are all the pre-orders. For things like the new edition of 40K... That are not out on GW's web cart yet. You do have to email us, and then we'll get you on a specific list, kind of like a pre-order pre-order list. Um, though pre to the pre or pre to the pre-order, but though um, we might get enough for everyone, or we're probably going to get enough for everyone. GW hasn't told us otherwise. So just send them in, um, which means maybe yeah, allocation. I, we don't new, know yet
1: with the new thing on June. Third it's going to go up for pre-order. I, I might need two boxes.
2: I'm going to need 12.
1: You're going to need 12 boxes. 12 boxes. 12 boxes. I was just thinking two was pretty ambitious. 12, okay. I don't know what that could be that's going to come out on June 3rd. It's not I'm going to get 13. 13 uh. I, need, I, need, <laughs> uh, I need 12 rule books. 12 rule books. Do you need yeah. that many rule books so you can read them all? No, I just want to sleep different? on them or something. Ah, okay.
0: Know. Yeah, just like he sleeps on the game too.
1: Anyways, yeah, and then skirmish we, game. The skirmish game, yeah, there, there's a lot of podcasts talk about it. We'll go ahead and talk about it when we have the book in front of us to go ahead and go through, so we're prepared. There's new um, battle plans in it. It's done on a 4x4 four four table, and you build up a warband. It's like we said last week, it's a little bit like um, uh, Mordheim was, where you kind of build up. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a lot it's of fantasy. similarities like between that. the two.
0: And you can get your 4x4 four four mats here at FrontlineGaming.org.
1: Yep. That's true. They, they just stopped printing bands. in the background a second ago.
0: I was literally printing those. Literally.
2: Literally, literally. Not Sticking them in the machine, and you know, when they're actually there? The you say little old four by four mats. Yeah, no. I, I, Thanks that's, for the lesson. It's a pet peeve. Good. Um, <laughs> so get them here at Frontline Gaming. Uh, I played Kill Teams, 40K Kill Teams a lot. I haven't got a chance to play. Obviously, I haven't had a chance to play the skirmish game yet. It's not even out. Um, but I imagine it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, I I know Mordheim got really intense. You guys were ta- we talked yeah. about it last week. We covered it, so go if you want to hear um, Reese and Scott kind of reminisce about the old days of Mordheim. It's uh, one that's of those a games; lots
1: of groups still played. Yes, and I'm I'm hoping this has the same kind of vibe right. to it that people want to keep playing it over and over again. Th-
2: there's a lot of potential to this one. I, I, there's a lot of really cool, unique single models. Um, obviously, Age of Sigmar is more close combat oriented, so um, than 40k. So I imagine that might be kind of cool. yep So, oh, I'm excited.
1: Yeah, and they put up a new uh, rumor mill picture yesterday on Wednesday. Mm. And I'm sorry to say, as I'm looking at this, I don't think this is AOS related.
2: Uh, I think it's 40K related. Mm, yeah, it's
1: definitely 40K. Yeah. Looks, looks, like looks like a big knobby tire. Looks like bolts to hold yeah. the tire. Some spikes on the side. I was armor,
2: bit of a shield or something. Looks, yeah.
1: like, looks kind of orky to me. Think an orky? Looks pretty orky. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: orky. Could be new Mega knobs. But those kids are old now, right? That, yeah. that
0: looks like a rim to me. There's like studs yeah. in the. There's a, there's your. Yeah, I was could, a and then
2: like a motorcycle. There's like a rim right
1: here in the corner or yep. a truck. What do you a guys tr- think it could is? Could be a truck. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's. It yeah. But it's certainly not AOS, unfortunately. No, definitely. I think we're going to be in the woods for a little bit with the uh, new release coming out. Yeah, the, the can new. Can only hope.
2: I'm
0: okay to get inundated with the or I'm sorry. What are we calling it? Uh, new New Hammer. New, new hammer. hammer. I you know whatever. Yeah. it'll be
1: out. Yeah, I'm good with that. I. That's okay, and and they actually were talking about a few places put up that maybe um, General's Handbook 2 will be pushed back by a month or two to make room for the releases that are going to happen for uh, New Hammer. Which is good and bad. It's it's good because... Well, they need they need some time to get everything established. Right. Because that was one of the big problems with the launch of AOS. They didn't have a lot of stuff established, and any time they left a gap, we we're all wondering what's coming, right. what's next. So if they take a couple of months to get established for New Hammer and get... The sci-fi side all set up. Now, I guess we can, we can wait and suffer a little bit.
2: I can wait for my elves a little longer. I'm still oh, waiting. I wait really... for elves for a long El- time. Elves. 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 They need some love. Um, they do. Death. Death needs some love. I think death needs a little more love. All right. And
1: yeah. the, the next segment, uh, we always talk about what we've done in the hobby, a walkabout in the realms.
2: We talk about games, hobbies, talk right painting. There's a flute. Oh, there's,
1: there's a flute. flute somewhere. Okay, here's Maybe. here comes redo- the flute. I want,
2: to, I want to redo it. No. Please. No. Okay.
1: We we'll just put the flute right over. <laughs> Fine.
3: Shh. The flute's playing, guys.
0: Okay, done. So right, uh, walk cheers. about the realm. So I I uh, I played a couple games here recently. He
2: did. Um, James played played me twice. And smashed me both times with illegal list. With with illegal,
1: an illegal list. How was it illegal?
0: It wasn't illegal. I was actually I was using the the blood tie for my core blood bound while I was testing out Sail the faithless in the uh, list. And you're not yeah. supposed to do that. Can't do so, that. So no. um yeah that's, that's the, uh... the
2: first the first list you beat me with was not illegal because you didn't. Have oh Sail. that's right that's right I didn't so have That was a legitimate right. win and that was actually he played my Bragoth's Beast Hammer um, Battalion Beast Claw Raiders for, uh, yeah. list and I think that was that was two thousand points, yep. and he he did really well. He took a lot of his move blocking and and assault kind of manipulation from forty k, and made it. Put it I, I had super... help.
3: It,
0: I mean, let, let's be you, real. You, you did in, have help. I told. I to- in this in this um, you know this whole little meta that we have here in the store, um, it tends to be that uh, that that list that Pablo plays is like, kind of like a noob smash list. Ah. It, I mean it's it's the one that comes in, and if you're not ready, it just completely doos all over you um i had help in that somebody told me james just make sure that you're spacing your units more than so many inches apart and i go okay well and asked pablo i go what what is exactly, what is it exactly that your army does that, that, that takes advantage of you know that that whole you know gap right and so once he told me that they could you know pile in and attack twice right isn't that what it is yeah yeah, that I was like, okay, well as long as I as long as I screen my really strong units, I can dictate the charges, and that's what ended up winning me the game.
2: Yeah, and, and moving and real quick, kinda like touching on our main topic just a little bit, that's actually really important when you're teaching new people, especially in Age of Sigmar. Age of Sigmar is perceived as more of a more casual game. Um, so you definitely should take the time to like explain that. and in this well, case you should do that for any game. Uh, yeah. For any game, um, uh, specifically, well, you're specifically, that guy who the new 40k
1: guy shows up, you break no, 40, out 40, you're a really hard 40K list. Is, uh, 40k and you is 40k you the answers, like, yes. a serial yes. Guard, exact, and then you kick him off the table.
2: Same exact thing for 40k because yeah, I, I enjoy and I love 40k and I enjoy the community and expanding it. But if we're playing like Monopoly, <laughs> or 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 better yet, if we're, if we're playing Connect Four, like I'm going to teach no you no mercy, no mercy,
1: no a- mercy. Arabella,
2: my daughter, when you turn five years old, if you ever watch this. I'm sorry. You're going to have some rough Connect Four games out of you.
1: Well, you got to do that to kids. You got to let them know where they stand. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, you, you can't gotta, just let them win. Yeah, because then they harder. smell your fear and they smell weakness. Yeah, and they take they walk all over
1: and you. Don't you want to establish that before the teen years.
3: Oh, absolutely.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so tell me tell me about the games you played, James.
0: Um, let's see. The other one uh, I played against uh, Larry using Brandon's Death Army. Um, that one was actually kind of kind of difficult. I mean. Get, getting used to the whole mortal wounds thing. I mean, if you think you can make an army that doesn't have any way to actually dish those out, think you're already kind of setting yourself up for failure. Hey, I am
1: not. Keep going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's just it's funny because you know playing against a death army, you realize really quickly most of the, um, of the I think actually all of the models in that army have a way to save against mortal wounds, and so with redundant saving, a lot of your um, a lot of your damage output gets uh, mitigated. So you're sitting there, you know, with you know yeah. four or five attacks from each model or something like that, and you're like, Oh, wow, this is really gonna put a dent in this in this unit. And afterwards he's like, Okay, I removed three models, and guess what? They come back at the end of the phase. You're just like, Okay, wow, this is yeah, this def- is a really difficult way. Meanwhile, yeah, the the gosh gosh is
1: yeah. you get a six up near heroes, a five up, and you took it as your general, right. so you get a save against those wounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The best way usually to pile through that is just to have a unit that does a lot of wounds. Right. they can roll lots of dice.
0: Right, <laughs> and, and that's what I, I eventually did because I did win that game. Um, again, it wasn't more because of the damage output. It was because of the way that I was able to move the core and bloodbound list up the, up the field. Yeah, I run mostly mortals, um, very few demons in my list, and so getting them across the board for so cheap is is a just a way to kind of like threat yeah. overload and stay on top of objectives as you advance. And it becomes a thing where because they're so elite in that army, they're not able to engage every single unit um, to you know kill everything before the game's over. That's that's what I was relying on in that game.
1: Yeah, my, my night Haunt army has to move forward, capture those objectives, mm-hmm. and just kind of sit on them because it's really hard to get them off. One, you have the death save. Two, they don't rend. Right. So they just stand there. But if you don't move them across, they don't outnumber other units. So if they get close enough to those objectives, they usually outnumber you, and a lot of them score by number of models. So it's kind of that key thing to get out in front right. with that army. So same idea.
0: Um, and let's see, the last game that I played was against Larry, and this is where I had the uh, illegal list. He was using a really nasty uh zinch, zinch list. demon list that has the changeling in it to kind of like jump around and switch around the table um and Balance you know, keep casting power it's, it's brutal um and the, the mistake i made again was that i was using blood tithe and i shouldn't have been because sale doesn't have the corn uh right. keyword so i mean i think he would have just smashed me like it would have been over quickly if i didn't have any of those um that blood tithe to to negate some of the spells that he was using yeah. Uh, namely, uh, the Bailwind Vortex. That is a big problem for an assault <laughs> army to not be able to charge.
2: Y'all, yeah. Bailwind that's, Vortex is
1: pretty strong. Yeah. Right now, it's currently they're banning it at the um, SoCal Open. Yes. But we're going to see when the new rule book comes out, what kind of feedback we get about that. Maybe just some rules uh, to, to mitigate it because several of the European or English tournaments, they've basically said things like they can't hold objectives, they can't hold off ground. Mm-hmm. So it's not a blocker, and if they can't be engaged, they can't do certain things. So like the changeling can't hold objectives because uh, like at South Coast they put if you can't hold object if you can't attack it, mm-hmm. it can't hold objectives. It can't score. It Which can't- makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a learn-
0: This is like a learning thing I think for everybody, and, right? Especially for yeah. tos, we're still kind of in the uh, nascent stages of, of developing a tournament meta. Wouldn't yeah. You
1: agree? Yes. Yeah. Well, because you can do with like the changeling on certain ones, like the hero. Holding an objective uh, three places of power. You can get him sitting there, you surround him, and you say, well, you can't shoot him because you don't know he's there. Right. That's, so mm. You're counting up points, and not, your opponent can't do a thing.
2: Unless they had a really
1: tall model. No. No? Because you wouldn't be within... He can't inches. be targeted until you actually expose him.
0: Right, you have to be within three inches with a hero in yeah. order to expose him. So
1: if I put him on the objective, I bubble him. You're not oh, getting you a hero over the there head. to say, oh, hey, look, he's not us. Hmm.
0: Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty broken so, in some ways, but I guess a lot of stuff in Age of Sigmar is technically yes. Broken. Well, it's, it's yes. written in a Absolutely.
1: different frame, and and we've played GW games long enough. We know there's what they intend, and there's mm-hmm. what tournament players do.
0: Sure, sure. I think you know. Well, it, okay. So in that respect, I would say that GW did a good job of distributing the brokenness factor to each individual faction so far, except so Fire Slayers. Yeah,
2: By, Ex- yeah, exactly. Except Fire Slayers. I mean,
0: yeah except for fire slayers apparently those naked little dudes running around just don't have it in them
2: no um, and, that, and that's another thing the good thing about the living rule book is GW could easily fix all this just by making the Bailwind Vortex like 200 points
1: yeah 250 well and that's something that's coming because we know in 2 that certain things are getting more pricey we know the fire slayers themselves are getting cheaper which is good so I know several guys in the local meta they're already getting ready for that so they can field lots of guys all of a sudden those fire slayers are going to be a horde army because you get so more funny. of them on the table. The
0: idea of a whole bunch of little dudes, screaming dwarves, naked, like like a mass, a carpet. I mean, they're of berserkers, so. screaming, yeah. naked berserker things, midgets or dwarfs. Sorry, you dwarves. can't say that word. You're right. Sorry, that's, that's offensive. Dwarfs. <laughs> okay. I can't believe right now. I am the moral compass. What is going on here? <laughs> well, a, bunch of, a, a bunch of a bunch of um,
2: bunch of uh, half naked dwarf gingers running at you with with uh axes. <laughs>
0: Soulless small men. <laughs> what? Wait, huh? <laughs> small soulless men. <laughs> okay, anyways, getting back to the topic. But whatever, yeah. We, what we at? That that was my walk around the
1: market. Oh, yeah, yours? Uh
2: so I, I definitely so I, I submitted a uh beast call a stonehorn slash thunder tusk into our secondhand yep. shop to get painted at a tabletop level or tabletop plus, I'm not sure, depending on what Brandon feels like. Um but so that's kinda cool. So I'm I'm expanding my beast claw raiders army a little more. I'm kind of tired of playing the Beast Hammer. It's just not, it's just it's too it unwieldy. It's just the, the cavalry just don't do enough for their points costs, right? Like the uh, you get two models for 200 points in the Fan cavalry and they, they don't really do a lot of damage. They they have okay survivability, yeah. um, yeah. but they really don't do much. Um, and then- the Calvary, the almost runners. all cavalry that way. So you're just- Right, right. You're set at disadvantage because that's cavalry. Yeah. No, to be fair, as far as cavalry go, they're actually a little better than most of the cavalry in the game.
1: Yeah, you did you did a good job on my green skins with them.
2: Yeah,
0: um, but maybe Pablo, you can just use them in a different way. Instead of for damage output, you can use them as move blockers. Th- th-
2: yeah, and this way I normally do. I-, I use some of them for like to like objective steal objectives or or like move block. The problem is is that I don't have enough models when I mm-hmm. do that when right. I play with the list I played you. Um, I just don't. I only have eleven models. So I, don't, I can't really do a whole lot of move blocking. Um, Especially because there's a lot of flying things, you can just shoot them away. And if you kill one, that's like a whole solid six inches of space, or more than that, because there's a three inch minimum. It's like a whole like nine inches of space that you can just all of a sudden walk through because of one model died. Right. Um, So it's really hard. It's really hard to move block with them and stuff. I think if they if cavalry across the border made cheaper, um, and if we added or if uh, maelstrom objectives were added, or some sort of progressive mission set, or like line breaker, just anything to give cavalry options other than running at your opponent and flanking and, and dying to, like, uh, a shooting attack. Skeletons with a Any anything. Because yeah. um, right now, cavalry, they, they, they don't have a true role in Age of Sigmar um, because everything is so focused around certain objectives or there's no progressive things. So uh, mobility is They, they super... have their
1: uses here and right. there, but, yeah, they, they, just, they don't do what you want them to. Right. You, they look yeah. big and mean. You want to slam into something yeah. and see some death, and then they can be ground to death. Yes. Then they can die and leave the table, but... Yeah.
0: yeah. I think ideally just, you know, being able to cause more wounds on a charge or something like that could just make them a yeah. whole lot better. Yeah. Um blood crushers and skull crushers from my army already do that, but I from what I've noticed and you know I, I read a lot online is no. that even that isn't quite enough no. to to make no. up for their point value. Um I mean that's that that could just be a straight up design flaw. And I don't mean to say it like that, but I mean just from the outside in, that's what it looks like. It looks like the rider should be doing more damage than his mount in some cases, and that's not the case most of the time, right? right. Yeah, it's just kind of weird.
1: Well, the riders quite often have one attack, and the mounts have two. So right. Just by weight of dice. Yeah. They they work out better.
0: All right. You just make, maybe you could like sacrifice all your attacks for one de- attack that does like multiple damage. Right. Something yeah. like that would be so cool. Anything. Sorry. <laughs> but,
3: um, no, off topic. but yeah. No. <laughs> so
2: Thund- Thunder Tusk and a, a Stonehorn done by our paint studio. If you'd like to get your models done by our paint studio, you can email us at painting at Uh, I also finally got around to uh, getting someone to rebase my, well, I'm gonna be rebasing my Dark Elves, um, but the guy's gonna be making snow ice bases for all of them. Um, So I'm really excited about that. And I've been teaching, I've been trying to get James and Larry to play more games. And so there's been a little bit of late nights and I played two games with James. I lost both of them.
1: Wait, late night of frontline gaming?
2: Late night frontline gaming. Um, You guys can watch it if you subscribe to our channel in the secret secret channel the sub youtube channel it's uh 29.99 a month it's pay-per-view uh <laughs> late night front line line.
0: you're making it seem a little too real man <laughs> <laughs> <not a> real.
3: <laughs>
2: i would i would that'd be kind of interesting to have a uh uh after hours after hours. gaming thing.
3: yeah we
0: have, we have a fight club in here we have a fight yeah club. we like to james you know, just beats all our bellies.
2: of us he's a, he's a boxer he no. just pummels all of us no we're like we quit
0: no I, he, he means i box things next door like put them in boxes, I put them in yeah. boxes.
1: Yeah, that's that's the boxing
2: that's, that's hey man, boxing all those things really works out your arms you know i would that's
1: bet it. you guys have been packing a lot of stuff every time i come in you're filling stuff up getting your orders out the door yeah busy busy
0: yeah, it, yeah just i'm gonna take this time real quick to just say wow that's a lot of mats that got ordered
1: <laughs> I yeah they're really popular dude um, you're still doing it i was here two weeks or no last week and you guys are... yep. yeah
0: if you're if you're
2: waiting for a mat just be patient we're yeah. getting them out as fast as we can um, they're they're being boxed up and printed and being made right now as we speak,
1: um, you know. So, anyways, Scott, what have you been up to? Uh, pretty much nothing. Nothing? I nothing haven't gotten to play any games. I've finished a few of my dwarves. Uh, the new, I'm um, oh, sorry, dwarden. The new uh, and Overlords. I'm sorry, I just the change in name, and I always Duarte. get it wrong. And I try to try to change it in my head, so I have to make a big <laughs> deal out of it. That way, maybe I'll remember finally. But that's about all I've done. Okay. I am nice. headed out to Albuquerque this weekend since they gave me four days at school. Nice. It so Memorial I'm Day it, weekend. Uh, one day RTT Sunday and then drive back. Nice. All right,
2: right on. Um, cool. So let's go ahead and move on into the main topic. Uh, the main topic being how to get your friends to play Age of Sigmar so that you don't have to paint your poor little naked dwarfmen alone. <laughs> yes, yeah, true. true. So uh, all alone in the dark. Who want, Does anyone want to start with a tip or anything? I've got chirp, one. Sure, 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 sure. So, the, the the I'm a I'm a competitive 40k player. I do have a competitive 40k podcast, um, which you can listen to. It's called Chapter Tactics. But um, The reason yeah, but the reason good. why it, I, I've heard people like it. Um, the the reason why I bring that up is because a lot of people I've been talking to have been switching over to Age of Sigmar. James included who played a lot of competitive 7th edition 40k. Um, and the the real draw for them that I've heard the most common draw is that it's a much more simple game. The models are still beautiful. It's a lot easier to get into. 2,000 points in Age of Sigmar is a lot cheaper than 2,000 points in 40k. Um, especially when you factor in yeah. things like Battle Company, uh, Demons, with the with the free units and the free transports. Yeah. Um, the, the, d- yeah, it's, yeah. Ju- it's just a lot easier to get into Age of Sigmar. Uh, also it's it's a lot it's it's more fun in in a lot of different ways uh in terms of that's matchups that's kind of subjective it, it it is kind of subjective um though the armies would you say that the the factions in Age of Sigma are more balanced than they are in 40k right now overall, or differently
0: overall yes but
2: i mean you'll still have disparity
0: yeah of course um i guess what you can say is that right now seventh is just so toxic right uh, the, the builds are over the top now going towards yeah. it's the same thing that happened to Fantasy just before we had Sigmar come out
1: well fan- fantasy Yeah, you had set bills people would show up with you had a lot of people talk about it. just the same people show up to the big Tournaments because it was stale meta yeah together, and
0: that's that's what happened I think that GW tried to shake that up by adding lots of crazy stuff like I mean not to go too far into it But like the Celestine thing gathering of the storm you all this other really crazy stuff That is, is just very overwhelming and in a lot of ways kind of overpowered um, They jumped the shark a little in my opinion, but what ends up happening is, I think we're going to get a really good game in eighth. And touching on what Pablo was saying before, is I, I happen to kind of see a little bit of a um, a parallel. It looks like from the rules that we're getting on the internet in yeah. the Warhammer community. And then you see after you play a couple of games of Age of Sigmar, you're like, wow, those are actually really similar. Let me get to practice in with those kinds of um, rules and um, guidelines, yeah. so that going into the new edition of 40k, um, I'm not going to I'm not going to be getting it. You know, kind of sitting down. I'm going to already kind of have a background in it. And it'll be a little more easy to transition. So that's that's really cool. And um, that, I mean, Pablo hit it on the nose. That's what got me. Yeah, and one of that's going.
1: the sales tech tag I've been using with people who are 40K players is like, well, you're going to get a taste of what's coming because they're kind of splitting the rules down the middle. They're coming a little bit towards AOS, but they're keeping a lot of that original 40K yeah. yes. uh, pieces to it. Complexity. But a lot of the things people have been complaining about or, oh, my God, they've changed this. If you just play Sigma, you're going to realize this is kind of where they're headed.
0: Yeah, you know, the
1: tank has 20 wounds. Are you kidding me? Well here look how it works in Sigmar when I put this guy on the table right. with 18 wounds. Oh, that's not as bad. Right, and, and, that's, and that's kind of where they're headed
0: It's good. It's gonna good take your head out of the sand every so often and be like, you know what? I should just try this and yes. it took me the longest I'm not gonna lie out of all, all the people in here to actually start doing it So I can tell you after you know a lot of belly aching on my part I'm actually pretty happy with it and I would definitely suggest you go out and try it because if you're just a 40k guy I mean, just pretend they're space brains, you know, go yeah. out there and, and, and learn the game because it's <laughs> going to give you that nice uh, transition over, in my opinion. And, yeah.
2: And the other the other cool thing about um, all of that is is it people will come for the rules for Age of Sigmar. So this is kind of the motto I've adopted in getting people in Age of Sigmar right now is that I do everything you guys talk about. I, I tell them, explain them that it'll be an easier transition into uh, the new edition 40k. On top of that, the rules are a lot simpler, yeah. um, a lot of less hair pulling. Um, maybe you can even sell some of your 40k bloat models you don't need, and then you know, kind of like revamp for a new edition or revamp for a- Age of Sigmar. Um, but there have been a couple people who've told me like, well, why should I play Age of Sigmar when the new edition is coming out for 40k? And the, the answer I to that fun. is, is yeah. you you get them in, you reel them in with the rules, but they stay for the models. That too, um, and, and that's beautiful. that's well, my that's my motto. Is the game is
1: faster. The
2: game is faster. We don't know. And I'm we,
1: hoping they're going to do the same thing with the uh, new hammer. But right. when I try to introduce a new player, I can literally print all the rules they yep. need on a few pages. Mm-hmm. The four pages that's of the rules. Each one of their units has their own page of rules. I can hand them a packet of like eight pages, and they've got everything they need to play. They that's don't true. need a thing.
0: And and it's not like that dumbs it down. No, that's the, the way play. I play it. it. It's it's so it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just really funny because my, my biggest gripe was that oh if, if New Hammer comes becomes Age of Sigmar, right? Then I'm not going to be happy because it's not going to be complex enough for me and you know this and that. Well, I mean it has its own kind of of you know finagling that you can do on yeah. when you when you're playing that becomes competitive and becomes more uh, abstract in the way that you do your your movement and, and your setups and things like that. So I, I can't sit here and tell you after after playing it now that I'm, I'm at all alarmed. I think it's going to be great. The, yeah. the, the parts that they're consolidating down and making maybe a, a little more streamlined isn't going to make the 8th the edition stuff, or I'm sorry, the New Hammer stuff, any worse. Yeah. And if we're playing just Age of Sigmar right now, I'm super happy if Age of Sigmar is all I play. I mean, I'm, I'm that okay with this game. It is a lot of fun.
1: Well, and it, it struck that chord, and that's something else I tell people. It's easy to pick up, but there's a lot of little things you need to learn to get really good at it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because
1: I have taught... Teenagers, how to play. Thirteen-year-olds come, handle the rules. They get to learn to play, and even the dads watching go, "Wait, there's after you play this for a couple of rounds, th- th- there's some things he's missing that he's not picking up." It's right. like, yeah, it's it's easy to learn, but yeah. every scroll inter- interacts with everything else. Right, right. So you build those units. You actually you're back to like one of the big complaints was, "Well, I don't have my list building component to my game." That's, that's what I love to bunch do. Bunch of crap. And now, you, now you do. Well, since they've come out with the General's Handbook, you've always kind of had a piece of it. But with General's Handbook, there's points Mm -hmm. and you are constantly crafting because everything has an effect on something else. Just any little piece.
0: And if you keep up with the tournament meta, all you're trying to do as well is to accommodate what you may see in the future. So your list will always be evolving anyways. As more and more books come out, you're going to see more builds. And just like the way 7th edition 40K is right now, there are so many different builds that your list has to be well-rounded. And so, I mean, like in the store, I, I lost to Larry last night, I can't sit there and build a list, right, that's only going to beat Larry, because then right. I'm going to lose to everything else. I yeah. would rather have a well-rounded list, and if that's the yeah. kind of player that you are, then this game is definitely going to be for you. In well, and a lot
1: of the formats give you sidebars, some people mm-hmm. using dual lists, so it gives you a lot of opportunities to theory hammer before you ever get to the table. Yeah, it's, which, it's
0: complex, it's complex. I right? mean...
1: You have a lot of time you spend on the hobby, getting everything painted and built, a lot of time you spend theory, and then there's the time on the table. Yep. And this game will do all that for you. Absolutely. These mo- models are easy to paint, they're beautiful, which makes them great to sell to new players mm-hmm. who want to play. The rules are simple to learn, but there's enough complexity that they can sit down and spend hours trying to craft that right list, adjust the points, get the right combinations. And then think about well, what what could I see on the table? What's going to come at me? Right, and and it's
2: also balanced too. Like there's a reason guys like Sam Valdez go to a random tournament and go three and zero every time, right? If it was a completely random game where you were just rolling dice, like Monopoly, Monopoly is just a random game where you really have very little control over the outcome of the game right. um Age of Sigmar is not like that at all it feels like it which is what makes it kind of fun you know with like the initiative rules um but you still have people like Thomas uh Tom Sutton uh Sam Valdez who go to every event i've seen them go to at, down here in San Diego they've just 3-0 maybe second best overall best overall you yeah. know crushed everyone they played um so, well, they say that anytime in a nice there's a way. change in the rules, the right. first
1: thing you point to is, well, the guys who are hovering at the top are still hovering at the top. Yep. So so there's definitely
2: a skill set to learn. And if you have a lot of friends that, that want, that crave that skill set, from, specifically from 40K, um, you know, show them this podcast and just let them know that there's nothing to fear. Uh, yeah, the-
1: there's lots of great rules, lots of great models, lots of great people playing it. I, the best part about running the tournaments, we've said this before on the show... I've run several of them and I get less questions about the rules than I do about anything else going on. <laughs>
2: That's good. Um, and <laughs> more then, questions
1: for the bathroom than I do the rules. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Where's the bathroom? Uh, and then James James is a perfect example of uh, someone who played forty K at a high level who transitioned in age of Sigmar and hasn't missed a beat. Like I know I know James ran a legal list a couple times, he's only played four or five yeah. games.
1: But it's, it's easy to make that
2: Oh, it's so have that problem. It, it that yeah, a particular thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: Look at the keywords. That's my. That's my. Like my. my motto now is: now I have to check and make sure all the keywords are, are lined up and proper. So, but again, J-
2: James hasn't. James hasn't. He's transitioned well. He 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 understands the movement, move blocking, shooting priority, target priority, objective placement, things like that. Well, even objective placement because yeah, you don't really place. No, they,
0: they have a set right. parameter for all the
1: right. right. Everything gets the set in every
2: place. mission. Yeah. Um, so. That, that's probably for, pe- for people who have a lot of friends that are playing um, like X-Wing, not even just 40K, like X-Wing, a Warm Hordes, um, Malifaux, uh, you know, get them in Age of Sigmar. It's a lot more casual. The models are really beautiful. Um, but I would I would say that's a big selling point for people um, who want more structure and, and are, are kind of afraid that Age of Sigmar is a random game yeah. for Funzies game. Um, yeah, so
1: it's just... Inviting them out to play, providing the model, that's the other thing I usually do. So I know there's somebody new who wants to play. I bring both armies. And I typically try to steer them towards the army that's going to have an edge. Nice.
2: <laughs> they hear, play Stormcast Eternals. No, no, don't, don't stare at those Fire Slayers over there. They're all Yeah, like, don't do that. Usually you, no. you want to use these Well, I you brought to use my, uh,
1: my Nighthaunt army and my Iron Jaws. Well, Iron Jaws mechanic is all rending. They don't do mortal wounds. Uh-huh. And the Hunts ignore rend. Right. <laughs> so you kind of steer them towards that and they they've definitely got an edge in the game it doesn't feel like i'm i'm not throwing in the game i am trying to play but
0: yeah yeah Uh, good james uh, what i was gonna say is um speaking about like steering people towards things that are gonna not not just gonna be good what you want it to be is at first to be maybe a little bit more simplified like i was uh teaching the other um uh, warehouse guy dom a a couple like through a couple games how to how to get around the board and stuff and you know, I would say that Stormcast Eternals, on the whole, are, are pretty straightforward. They, just, they hand you out mortal wounds, they move forward, they smash you in the face. right? So we had a Star Drake forum, we had the... What's the, the standard guy with the... the just Astrolith?
2: Those, like, no, not that. The, uh, Vex,
0: the, the Vexilor? The v- Knight Vexilor. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just points at a spot within 24 inches and then rolls 2d6 and makes a diameter of... I do that, I think it's like D3 mortal wounds something D3 like
1: mortal wounds to each unit?
0: That yeah. is pretty heinous. And I mean, let me put it like this, Dom picked up the game... In three turns, and he's never he didn't know what a D six meant. That's true. He he, it, he couldn't figure it out. Yeah,
2: he's so he never had to played t- a tabletop. He, he, when he a, says roll no. a D six, he was like, "What?" Like, oh, you were you are definitely <laughs> going to get put on some tutorial videos, Dom. Oh,
0: <laughs> well, but that, that's the thing though is like I, I can tell you right now, I've taught, I mean, I'm not gonna say a hundred people, but I mean, quite a few people how to play 40k. Yeah, and it's always difficult. I mean, there is. Yes.
1: Well, did you do that in third edition? Third edition was a little it, it, easier.
0: Third edition was easier, and I did. Yeah. I started. I started at the very, very end of second, right? Okay. At the
1: just, same time. Yeah. Okay.
0: Wow. So it was complicated. I'm like 20 years now. I think something like that. Oh, crazy. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. um, What I was gonna say though is, is uh, it's always difficult because there are lots of different concepts that you have to go through, and um, you gotta like teach somebody just movement at first and how to roll dice and all that stuff, and then you know two or three turns in, they finally got that down. Um, and the cool thing about Age of Sigmar, there's no, there's no like you know taking numbers and subtracting them for Beloska skills anymore right. or anything like that. Everything is just right there in the book, in the data, in the data, Oh, they call them war scrolls. Yeah, right? the war scrolls. And it's written I'm down in rules in a way,
1: are there. Which, It was all written down away, which is pretty understandable. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, those of us who've been playing for a while will will nitpick little rule wordings. Sure. Why is this worded differently than that when they have the same effect? And the guy you're teaching doesn't have that conversation. With not, you.
0: not yet. I mean, no. maybe at some point. Because I've
1: actually gotten to etiquette. Yeah in Age of Sigmar games by the second or third turn right because the rules are easy enough they're not swamped by me saying okay usually you don't want to do this and this is why right you know they, they don't look at me and roll their eyes because I've piled 37 rules on them and now this and
0: exactly and then I mean it's also funny because all of the rules fit in the leaflet in the back it's like yep. what, three pages so if anything comes up it's like hey just read this really quick you know four Four, I'm sorry, four, four pages. pages. Yes. I, really, watched.
1: there's two pages of actual game rules. The right. rest is and kind of just background just... explanation yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, anyways, but um, it was really fun because now I played Dom twice, and he was using Stormcast Eternal. So what he used, and he knew exactly what to do with the Star Drake. Now he's like, this guy right here does a lot of damage to stuff that's big in big hordes. So he's like, he's Biggest unit, boom, and he hit it. I'm like, okay. So he's got strategy by the second game. Yes. Yeah. But Great. 40K, come on. You're not doing anything strategic at all for the first couple There's months. There's too much to keep track of. There is. It's impossible. But again, I, I love it. I'm not going to bash it too much. Just for starting up, Age of Sigmar 100% it doesn't even, I mean, yeah. not, even, not even close. Well, even I, think, I think
1: 40K is going to, uh, Newhammer is going to have yeah. the same kind of thing, feel to yeah. it. It'll be a little more complicated, but since mm-hmm. everything's going to be on, on the data sheets, yeah. it's going to have that same get started feeling. Yeah, Where
3: absolutely. people can just
1: sit down and play. Which I mean is another reason just tell them play this it'll be like that's going to be play this It's it's a beautiful game as well mm-hmm. It's going to help you with both right because I find I do better the more strategy games I play the more things I can pull in from other places yep. to add to my mm-hmm. the game I really want to play which is this one right AOS. It was really I love 40k, but fantasy was always the thing I prefer to play. It was just it's harder. To, there are more tournaments for 40k There's more groups playing 40k. Mm-hmm. So you drifted that way because everybody's doing it now There's a lot of AOS stuff going on a lot of groups playing so it's, it's, it's done nothing but wonders for the game, We're changing it from fantasy to this.
0: And I'll so. probably break my shoulder, my arm patting us on our backs right now, but ITC has a lot to do with that too. Um, I think, you know, with, with the amount of events that are out there listing underneath the, uh, the ITC umbrella, what that does, it gets people who are maybe in that intermediary position where they're like, okay, is it time to start jumping over to doing competitive stuff? And, I mean, it just makes it that much easier. And when yeah. people see their friends having fun at events, that drives more people towards the game.
1: Yeah, and, and, and I say ITC has part to do with it, but so many of us because mm-hmm. I never ran, I never ran anything. I helped a few people before this, but all of a sudden we're all sitting around. Somebody needs to do something. And both somebody's they are not tired of running it for twenty years. Right. I'm like, okay, we can do one every three months, sure. And there's people running the games every month, there's so there's a lot more energy because newer people are getting into do it. Right. That's also a, right. a flip. Flipping people into the game, I think. Absolutely. But yeah, the, I, the ITC, the app scoring. I mean that just made my job easy. I did the first one scored the old the old way and then I did one through the app and I was like, well, there's no going back after yeah, that. Absolutely. Also, yeah. you don't I, could, l- I could sit around and drink, stare at everybody, and toggle it, yeah, some switches exactly. and move on.
0: Yeah, the yep. the best coast pairings app is amazing. If you're not using it, guys to use there's, there's, it there's Absolutely. no reason not to it is it is so easy it
1: has an independent one so if you don't want to do itc you're going to just say here's i want to do one that's not itc it's just going to be i'll put in the points i'll set up the scores but you can set it up this way and it'll still line it up for you All right it's, so. it's killer
0: it's amazing Anyway, so sorry Paulo. what are you
2: saying uh, real quick before we move on um the train for age of sigmar is also another big drawing point i think that you can use is uh a lot of people kind of like they want to get in the 40k this is, i know this happened to me. Uh, they want to get into 40K. They, they want to buy all the models. They bought all the models. It's cool. Okay, now we have to find all the soda cans we can, yeah. all the glass bottles. Yep. And and even when you... I remember building two or three pieces of ruins out of cardboard and toothpicks with my buddies. And after about the third piece, we were like, this is not yeah. enough terrain still. Yep. Um, and then the... You know, it, it, it's just... It could be a little bit more daunting to get a table together for 40k, especially if you're trying to get someone into it. Um, but for Age of Sigmar, you could just buy one of our ITC terrain tree sets, sets yep. um, maybe some ITC terrain, maybe one or two buildings. If you if that. Well, and you guys have uh, buildings are going to be specifically
1: tied to right
2: for Age of Sigmar, and
0: that, that gives you more like the immersed feeling you know, into right. the, the game. So when you're and playing, it. it's a little more thematic, and that's all you would need. It's a lot cheaper, definitely, than 40k. 40k is an investment at this point. Yes. Right. So when you when you play Age of Sigmar. Um, You're able to get your stuff on the table, and it'll look good on whatever you're putting on there because the amount of terrain that you need overall is much less.
2: And before we move on again, sorry, another quick thing is last episode does tie into this where we talk about uh, faction, picking your faction for Age of Sigmar. Um, I would suggest you guys watch that episode instead of of having us repeat everything on that episode um, because that's another good argument or a good draw for people's faction and trying to convince them mm. to play a faction one way or another. You know, just yeah. trying just well, get to know them. Do we, they like orky? Or orky almost all of, of, of us tie them? into a story. So yes. if you can,
1: if you kind of know the stories, you can sell to your friends. Well, you kind of like this whole idea of lone wolves. Well, this is an army that's like that. Right. This is how they work, and kind of feed them that way. Yeah.
2: But I I was just watching that last episode because it ties in perfectly with this episode. Uh, now speaking of the ITC, if you do want to. Make Yourself Night to event. You get to go and put your event into the upcoming events page on this podcast. So and let's on go ahead and close
1: out with that because I noticed n- there, nothing's updated. I know there's been some events, but I didn't see any movement on our okay top ringer. So there's no reason to read it again. All right. So these the are our
2: upcoming events for this month.
1: So Gun Dudes Age of Sigmar Tournament hmm. at Island Games in Centerville, Virginia. Rolling Bad May RTT. Active Imagination, Family and Arena, that's out on Albuquerque. I'll be at that one. That's nice. on May 28th. And yep. The on previous the 28th, one was on the 27th. 27th, thank you. Uh, Seal City, Sigmar, Legion Games and Hobbies, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, on May 28th. Uh, Dice Hammer, 2K June event a Comic Quest in Lake Forest, California. That
0: one's close. And
1: on June yeah. 3rd, and uh, we're going to try to make that one. Uh, yes. I. You've you I, you I already pestered me about it. it, and I've already paid, so like, <laughs> i I, I, I to go. You can't not go there, Bob. Well, no, that's I paid true. for me, yeah. not Okay, That's yeah. what I'm saying. You, you, that's yeah, the way I always the, convince the wife. It's like, I got to go because I paid.
2: You're the road dog, man. Oh,
1: you well, got to go. Yeah, that I got to go. I paid. That is years
2: and years of husband experience right there. Sit down, young Padawan. Let me teach you about the ways of the husband.
1: Age of Sigmar uh, 2,000 point June tournament at uh, Gamers Haven in Spokane Valley, Washington that's on June store. 3rd, and Age of Sigmar ITC tournament June at Gameology in Monteclair, and that's also June 3rd, and that's uh, the other side of LA. Monteclair, California. Jeez, yeah. man. So, like,
0: it, LA is just popping off with yeah, we're, Age of Sigmar tournaments.
1: It's, oh, wow. it's hard to believe that over a year ago, you know, I was just trying to find anybody playing, figure out what to do, and now... Any oh, given weekend, you're, you're I could find some place to go. Uh,
0: you're, you're integral in that, Scott. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, you're, you've, you've actually pushed it pretty hard, man. Uh
1: You it. know, there's so many people who have stepped up. I mean, uh, I, I haven't met the guy at Gameology yet, but he's doing it every month. He's out there putting out events every month, talking mm-hmm. about what's going on. It's all over Facebook. On the Facebook pages. A lot of guys just out there doing it. I'm, I'm just one of a huge crowd trying to get this all going. Yes. Yeah. And it's, and so it's funny because the people in Britain always think they're, you know, it's hard getting the scene going here. It's like, well, we're much farther apart here. Yeah. And I always laugh when they say, well, we had to drive like two hours to go to this. Like two hours? I, that's that's why I do, go get breakfast. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> I live in California. Everything's two hours yeah, that's away. Right. <laughs> that's why we got so many want But I wanna, if I want to go anywhere, I have to drive two hours. So. But anyway. Okay. And then do we have rankings today? Oh, like I said, the rankings pretty much haven't moved, so okay. we, you don't really Let's, need to meet them. We can wrap up.
2: That's fine. I'm no longer first or second place in Beast Claw Raiders. I've well, got to get more games in. got to get more games? i get more I'm losing to
0: James, a noob. <laughs> <laughs> With the noob killer.
1: Um, all right, guys. So, yeah, Thanks for joining us. Uh, that's the episode. Thank you very hope much. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, you James, guys have a great day. Thanks for
2: coming on, buddy. Hopefully no, you nice can days. win yeah,
0: more games. Sure. Thanks for having me on. It was fun.
1: All right, have a good one, guys.
3: Bye.